Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind the scenes content. If you would like to get an email once a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news, subscribe to this newsletter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by floating on air. Tonight, we'll read A Voyage to the Moon, written by Edgar Allan Poe. It was intended by the author as a hoax when it was originally published in 1835, titled The Unparalleled Adventure of One Hand's Fall. The story is regarded as one of the early examples of the modern science fiction genre. Jules Verne acknowledged Poe as the creator of the scientific novel. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few After a long devotion to the study of physics and astronomy, I, Hans Fall of Rotterdam, at length determined to construct a balloon of my own along original lines and try a flight in it. Accordingly, I had made an enormous bag out of muslin, varnished for protection against the weather. I procured all the instruments needed 
for a prolonged descent, and finally prepared for the inflation of the balloon. Herein lay my secret. My invention, the thing in which my balloon differed from all the balloons that had gone before, out of a peculiar metallic substance and a very common acid, I was able to manufacture a gas of a density about 37.4 less than that of hydrogen. And thus, by far, the lightest substance ever known. It would serve to carry the balloon to heights greater than had been attained before, for hydrogen is the gas usually used. The hour for my experiment in ballooning finally arrived. I had chosen the night as the best time for the ascension, because I should thereby avoid annoyances caused by the curiosity of the ignorant and the idle. It was the first of April. The night was dark. There was not a star to be seen, and a drizzling rain falling at intervals made me very uncomfortable. But my chief concern was concerning the balloon, which, in spite of the varnish with which it was defended, began to grow rather heavy with the moisture. I therefore set my assistants to working, and in about four hours and a half, I found the balloon sufficiently inflated. I attached the car and put all my implements in it, a telescope, a barometer, a thermometer, an electrometer, a compass, a magnetic needle, a second's watch, a bell, and other things. I had further procured a globe of glass, exhausted of air, and carefully closed with a stopper, not forgetting a special apparatus for condensing air, a copious supply of water, and a large quantity of provisions, such as pemmican, in which much nutriment is contained in comparatively little bulk. I also secured my cat in the car. It was now nearly daybreak, and I thought it high time to take my departure. I immediately cut the single cord which held me to the earth and was pleased to find that I shot upward with inconceivable rapidity, carrying with all ease 175 pounds of leaden ballast and able to have carried as much more. Scarcely, however, had I attained the height of 50 yards when roaring and rumbling up after me in the most tumultuous manner came so dense a hurricane of fire and gravel and burning wood and blazing metal that I fell down in the car. Some of my chemical materials had exploded immediately beneath me.